0: Okay, it's a little, uh, welcome everyone. My name's Colin Power from Into Infinity. It's a little, uh, bit of a supplementary broadcast. I uh, just could add had a few numbers about that, a few questions about the prime number stuff from the last broadcast. Uh, let's just recap. Uh, we, if you followed the last broadcast, we got down to, uh, a, a grid of six numbers. Uh, 19, 28, 37, 55, 73, 91. And what you notice there, yes, those, there's some people saying, hey, wasn't, isn't there kind of a symmetry there? Uh, except obviously with number 55 and 28 now um, obviously if you add 2 and 8 together you get 10, 5 and 5 you get 10, 1 and 9 you get 10 yeah they all add up to 10 don't they which is that that number we were looking for we're working in base 10 so um, that means we want to be working with that number um, but date 10 can be div- split you know what I mean in a number of ways and what we've done is cover most of the bases in which ways in which it can be split uh, in here in these numbers but also what it identifies is that the number 2, 8 and 5, 5 really when we talk about it as a number as a number itself you know, um, what we should really look at is uh, that those are going to be coming from the 5 and the 2 and so um as we're probably uh, not going to be having those numbers in higher primes, we can kind of be almost let's draw a circle around those here. So we draw a circle around twenty eight as a circle around fifty five, and that singles them out a little bit. And what does that leave us with? Well if you think about it, that means that I can write let's say let's write the number nineteen. Uh then there's a dot with there's a space. And then we're gonna write the number thirty seven next to it, yeah. Uh now let's write the number seventy three and and uh what uh sorry, 37, and then then there's another dot, isn't there? Sorry, and then there's 73, yeah, and then there's uh, 91. So you can see there's a kind of symmetry here around that second dot, which is the 5, yeah, Um, where we have one set here, which is 1937, which is divided by a dot, which is the number 2, and then we have a whole set here, which is one whole set, and now the dot exists between the uh, 3 and seven, second type of dot, yeah, two types of decimal place. So um, what we see there then is like this perfect mirror image, don't we? Yeah, it's like a reflection point we found. So imagine what we were talking, remember we talked about Aleph 0.5, and you can imagine here, 1937, uh, we have a, a, a zero point in the middle. Let's just consider those as like a thing for a second. One thing, yeah, that's been divided, and let's look at the number seventy-three ninety-one. And what happens is, is seventy-three ninety-one has made another half, and that's been divided. And then there's nineteen seventy-three forms this perfect mirror reflection, doesn't it? Yeah. So looking at this uh, one to three nine to seven ratio, what um, we have here is that as you add those numbers together, um, you begin to create the number sixteen. Uh, with the nine and the, and the seven, that's a one and a six. You see, uh, it's a bit of a strange number, that isn't it? Yeah, because you're going up, boom, into something bigger, six. Yeah, and um, and the six shouldn't really appear, but it does. You know, so that's where does it come from? Well, it must come from that function. Yeah, uh, and then when we look at the number one and three, it becomes four. Well, that's shouldn't that's part of the two isn't it yeah? um, but it does and so we can say oh maybe it's part of that function you know. Um, whereas on the other hand when one meets one nine meets nine then three meets three seven meets seven that's what we call a zero balance between the two the two number forms, yeah? And so what we can do is, we can set up, if you like, a kind of number mirrors, if you like, in space, in 4D, and we can create these mirrors, and they can reflect. You can set a mirror point, let's say we set a mirror point for uh, 1937, 7391, and what we'll do is just, when do we find the... Evens, even point the break point that's even and then we have like 1937 um, and there's a break point between there and then what we're really going to look at there is uh, you know where do we get the, is there any number sixes for example we'll look at the number the result of the number is there a number six? You know, we can start to decode from that way. And so we can go decode all of the numbers one by one and eventually get down to a, um, a sensible answer as to what the actual result really is uh, once we make the numbers all into number pairs. And then we can just unpair them, and we roll it all the way back down. And we should find that we get you know, at least somewhere near the result anyway. So, um, and that's close enough for us to sort of give us a good idea about how we can um, look at prime numbers in a different kind of way. So um, and remember that all the primes are bar... I- Above the double digits, this is the key here. um, Sorry, under the double digits, uh, the two and the five will eliminate everything that ends with five because we're in base ten. Yeah, so that that's just a distortion of base ten. You know, uh, that's just how we see it. But it does mean that that distortion will reflect through the whole number. Sequence, so that means you won't get these numbers or apparent numbers, as they're called. Um, you know, with ending with the number five because it's all five, 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 five zero, five zero, all on the five times table, isn't it? It's taken out all of those numbers. But when we come to the numbers like three and things like that, because they don't interface with base ten in the same kind of way, what we find is is that there's a there's a kind of like when it bounces from one to the other, it's kind of like when you divide that string between two and three. You know, the, you could divide it into two, and get the five. When you divide it into three, you get this infinity of threes, and that's and that's for. What's, um, what's creating this uh, particular function uh, where we, d- we have got this base that's, the, that's actually the root of base 10 distortion um, and so once we know that's the root what we can do is we can we can start to sort of say okay well let's make a, a map if you like of, um, of, the, of the main prime numbers that will always be ending in either 1 uh, 3, uh, 7 or 9 We can only be one of those 4 Numbers, which removes uh, pretty much a lot of the numbers out of uh, existence, if you think about it, uh, if a number can only end in uh, a base ten number, and that from that we can work out. A little bit about prime number density in relation to base 10 you know uh it's only a a base 10 prime number density it's not an infinite yeah um and so uh and and then but but that's not that's not bad because base 10 uh prime numbers uh densities are useful definitely very useful so um, you know um but that's how we can work some of that stuff out you know how we start to look at it from the other way around so uh, i hope there's been a little bit of inspiration on the some of the prime number stuff and about those uh, prime uh, dual digit prime numbers that we were talking about and uh, and the process of creating like kind of bounce points in numbers that reflect off each other and reveal stuff about the number itself and that's how we kind of can work in 4D by creating these kind of maps you know number maps in fourth dimension you know anyway that's um, all, it's all to play for at the moment uh, as I say plenty of uh, cool stuff in the world of fourth dimensional mathematics as you can imagine uh, very much exciting exciting uh, time for mathematics I feel and uh, if you want to get involved Yeah, do do, please visit intoinfinity.com and sign up for the mailing list. We'd love to hear from you and get all your feedback and all that sort of stuff in the comments and all that business. In the meantime, my name is Colin Power. You guys are awesome. And have a fantastic day.